All right, Stephen Hargis joins us from the Chattanooga Times Free Press, live up at Spring Fling. Action, we appreciate your time, Stephen. How's it going today, my man? Not bad, not bad, Quake. No, no complaints yet, but we haven't gotten started yet, so give me time. I'm sure I'll find something to be pissed off about. <laughs> I'm sure you will. You're, you're really good at that. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You guys, first of all, you guys have... Uh, I've done this coverage, you know, we, I think every, everybody who loves high school sports was absolutely heartbroken last year that, uh, these, this, that this whole event was not being able to be pulled off. Because I told Joe, we were talking earlier in the show, this is, to me, it's Americana when Signal Mountain sends the, the Signal Mountain police give an escort to the buses off the mountain and things like that. It's just, it's just cool to see people rally around it. We see a lot in football, especially in the smaller communities, uh, when they get to playoff time. But this is just as important to baseball, softball, track athletes, tennis, uh, soccer. Uh, what am I leaving out? I mean, you, it, you see it each and every year, and it, there's something special about spring fling. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, it, you hit it right on the, on the head, Quake. It's, it's Americana. I mean, there's been these little send-offs. I know you mentioned Signal Mountain and Sequatchie County for softball, and, and, and the places will be packed up here. You know, the, the stadiums, the softball place is, is kind of always the heartbeat because it, it's, the fields are all connected to each other. They kind of make a little circle uh, around the, the, the press box there, and, and all you hear is just the constant, you know, the, the chants and the cheers and things from, from the girls and, 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 you know, the fans roaring and that kind of thing. I mean, it's just standing room only for that. Uh, it'll be the same at, you know, every baseball facility, uh, track and field packs it in for three days. I mean, every day that, that they have track and field, they, they pack it in there. So, I mean, it's just something that I think so many people who, whose lives revolve around, you know, they're either the parents of or, or family of an athlete or, or just a supporter of their, their community or their school make it a point to come up here, you know, spend at least a day, if not two or three, to come up here and support the kids and, and watch them. And it's just, you know, it's a lot of fun to, to stand around and, you know, have a have a burger off the grill or, or a hot dog and, and, and watch kids play and, and smile and laugh and, and enjoy, you know, playing the sport that they love. And it's something that we missed out on, you know, last year was just so depressing for so many reasons. But, that, that, you know, missing out on, on this was, was a big deal. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm over here right now at the, at the softball media center where the you know teams are starting to warm up and, and you start to see the you know the, the grandparents are coming in with their lawn chairs to set them up right behind home plate two hours before the game i mean you know it's just something that's really special and it's unique to tennessee i mean we're the only state uh in the nation that has an olympic style event like this where all of these spring sports you know there's uh you know baseball softball soccer track and tennis are all played in this same area, in the same, uh, you know, in and around Murfreesboro. So you can hop in your car and drive in 15, 20 minutes, be from, from one sport to the other. And that's another reason that uh, is uh, very special in the state of Tennessee, too. And we need to keep that going. I know we're a little yes. upset when it left Chattanooga, but still, I think it's it needs to keep going because it is such a special thing to have all these student-athletes come together in basically the same little area. Now, I, I don't want to fail. I don't want to leave anybody out. So South Pittsburgh uh, versus Moore County later on today, Signal Mountain, Nolansville later on, McMinn County, Farragut, Macaulay, Briarcrest, and uh, Baylor Brentwood Academy all playing baseball. you got soccer, Signal Mountain. Mountain, uh, Madison Magnet, Red Bank, Dyersburg, and Howard versus Page. Howard soccer, man. When I drive home uh, down to Ringgold and see those guys playing all the time, and they're just they're really good. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they are. They they really felt like you know last year uh, <clears throat> the team that they all these seniors got twelve seniors that would have been juniors last year mixed in with the four or five seniors that were really talented last year. They felt like last year they could have made a run. Uh, added, you know, unfortunately didn't get a chance to come over here. But, you know, Howard has, we've always known Quake, those of us who, who grew up 
in and around Chattanooga have known Howard to be, uh, you know, a, a basketball team every year that was a contender for a state tournament or a state championship level. Uh, and, and they've had some some really good football seasons and, and good, uh, you know, players that have come out of that. But right now, you know, Howard, the demographics for Howard's kind of changed where I, I just, you know, just learned this year it's, it's uh, more than 50% Hispanic now. And, and so their soccer program, really, those kids love, uh, and they, they have a huge Guatemalan community there that, that those kids go to Howard. And, and, and so I think that for, for, you know, the foreseeable future, Howard's going to be really good in soccer. I mean, they didn't even have a program just a handful of years ago, and then they've really, you know, this is the second time they've reached the state tournament. You know, unfortunately, they got a, a tough draw against a team that's ranked number one in the state. So if, if they were to win that one tonight, uh, that's going to give them a ton of confidence going forward from there. But I think Howard's a team that we can expect to be able to hear you know, on on a routine basis, and they'll take on Page uh, later on tonight. So, and their facilities. I mean, I think that's the big thing too. Is they got to be awfully proud of what's over there. It looks great, and it looks fantastic. And uh, they got to be one hundred percent behind that, man. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that that you know, the, the stadium where where they play soccer. It's the shared football field, and you know, anybody that's on the interstate when you drive by there and you can look. And now that they've they've cleared off. A lot of those trees that, that kind of obstructed the view to, to look down onto the stadium. That's one of the nicest stadiums we have in our in our entire area. So uh, that and and just you know the indoor uh, area that they have to you know as far as their locker rooms and stuff. It's they've they've got some some things to really be proud of at Howard right now. Uh, softball, you'll have uh, Sail Creek uh, versus Halls, and all these games are later on. Red Bank versus Union County. Uh, Sail Creek, obviously playing for Clifford Kirk, who we all lost last fall, and that's a that's a pretty uh, interesting story there, with a lot of motivation for those girls to try and win some hardware. Yeah, and the, the seniors, you know, I spoke with a couple of them uh, last week when they were, you know, in the playoffs trying to get here. Uh, they they still have uh, the, the large. Uh, you know, poster board of, of, of Clifford that somebody made one of these big things years ago that they would hold up in the stands, you know, uh, and they still have that in their dugout as, as you know, just kind of their, their kind of their tribute to, to their former coach, uh, someone that the, the seniors, you know, played for for several years before he passed away, and, and they have that connection with him where they just feel really close to him. And, and you know, one of the great quotes was one of their players last week said, you know, of course, unfortunately Clifford dealt with with heart issues all of, all of his life while he was here. And she said, I'm afraid we're giving him even more heart issues in heaven right now because we've had so many games we've had to rally and, and win late. She said, but, you know, he'd be, he'd be proud of us, she thinks. So, you know, that's, that's a really neat story, just that, that community, uh, how much they support uh, the athletics and anything that that school does at, at Sail Creek. Uh, and just the way those girls still have that connection with, with their former coach. It's a real special place up there. I mean, they've just kind of grown slowly throughout the years, but they've grown, and it's it's duly noted. Uh, Red Bank Union County, you'll have Sequatchie County versus Lexington, and also Silverdale Baptist versus Tipton Rosemark. I think that ought to be a pretty uh, interesting matchup in Division Two single A. Yeah, Silverdale is, is a team that's won uh, state team. You know, they've been over here before. Uh, so, you know, Baylor and GPS get a lot of pub, but, you know, we've got Silverdale and CCS both, uh, have, have made it over here as well. And, and Silverdale, anytime a Chattanooga team gets in the state tournament, don't ever bet against them. I mean, th- th- those, those are the teams that typically we've, we've been known for years, uh, the Chattanooga area for producing the, the best, some of the best softball teams, uh, that have ever been over here. And so just the fact that if you get, you know, we've got a, a team in every classification except AAA. And I think each of those teams have a legit chance to make a run at a state championship. Uh, best chance, probably Baylor baseball, Baylor softball. We know all about them. 
Uh, would you say those are two, certainly two favorites in their respective sport to win it all? Yeah, I would. I would definitely say those are probably the, the two favorites. I mean, Baylor baseball has won. They're going for three straight state championships, and they just had Cooper Kenny, the kid who's going to South Carolina, was just a little earlier named Mister Baseball for the state of Tennessee. So they've got him. Uh, you know, uh, Daniel Crone. They've got. I think it's something like eleven of their kids have either already signed or committed to play college college baseball somewhere. God, that's so they're, they're the prohibitive <laughs> favorites over here once again. And Baylor softball, of course. Uh, Kelly Smith has has that thing. I mean, they've been a, a machine for years. They're they're going for their sixth straight state championship, and if and if not for GPS knocking them off in in 2014, I think this they'd be going for like nine straight state championships. So, uh, fully expect Baylor and GPS. They've met in the last uh, nine or ten uh, state championship games uh, over here in D2. So I would I would expect those two to to be favorites, but 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 for Baylor to be the the heavy favorite to win it all. Talk about you all's coverage. You got uh, Patrick McCoon over there. You've got uh, Gene Henley. You've got the uh, you know kind of all hands on deck as far as guys that write prep sport uh, prep stories and prep cover prep sports and uh, you, you, you know you tell the folks how you're going to handle it this year in the paper yeah, and of course online. I mean, those guys will be you know Patrick McCoon is going to float around in several different places. He's at track today. Uh, he's been there since this morning and be there through through the evening. He's going to monitor. Double uh, A track where Signal Mountains girls uh, look to be strong, and, and Brainerd's boys uh, have have a chance to to make a run. You know, to win a couple of individual state championships and and probably uh, push for a team title too. Same with Signal Mountain, but Patrick will be there. Uh, Gene Henley's been at tennis this morning. He'll be at soccer this evening. Uh, I'm going to float around between softball and then and then a couple of baseball events and come back to softball later tonight. So uh, we'll have somebody at each event every day this week that that we're over here. Uh, you know, we'll just kind of float around between uh, between sites, depending on which one has the most of our teams playing. So you can follow us, you know, on on, on Twitter, follow uh, on timesfreepress.com. We'll have breaking stories as, as games happen and features come up throughout the day. We've got a couple of stories already online right now, even before most of the games have started playing. So uh, we're definitely going to hit it hard like we always do. And then you know, that can't be over here, can can follow us to keep up with the, the local teams. So timesfreepress.com, uh, would it be better to follow you guys on Twitter? Is it going to be quicker to do that or what? Quicker to do that, and it would be, you know, um, for, for me it's just at Stephen Hargis. I, I keep it as simple as, as possible, Quake, just because I, I can't remember my own name sometimes. So that's <laughs> that's uh, as simple as I can keep it. And then, and then look for Gene, you know, look for Gene Henley and, and Patrick McCoon. Uh, their Twitter handle as well, and, and Robin Rudd is our, our chief photographer who will be over here shooting photos and tweeting out photos. So uh, follow us on Twitter, and we'll have immediate updates for anything that we're adding, and videos, and you know all the pertinent information. Heartbroken to see John Starr resign at Howard, uh, and I was reading some of your quotes. Uh, you had the story today in the Time Free Press, and he had mentioned uh, about. Um, uh, how, how did he quote it here? You build relationships with the kids, and it's hard to tell them you're leaving, but the pandemic has done some things mentally to a lot of us, and I just felt like it was time to hit the reset button and step away. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything negative about a coach that that uh, that uses that as the reason, but, man, that's gonna, he's going to be hard to replace at Howard now. Yeah, not just his on-the-field stuff. I mean, he's so so good with those kids. I mean, they, they have such respect for him, and, and quite, he and his wife, the things they do in the community. I mean, when the pandemic hit last year, he would go and gather food from, you know, the local Chick-fil-A's or, or wherever he could get uh, pick up food that was either donated or, or that he would pay for himself and deliver it to, to players. 
uh, and, and even players' family, you know, their extended families, if he knew that, that they were struggling, uh, he basically just became uh, kind of a food wagon every day. And, and I rode with him one of those days to do a story on it and just watching, watching him uh, make those deliveries each day and kind of what it meant to the kids and, and the families, you know, their faces would light up. And it was more than anything, you know, talking to a couple of the kids, it wasn't just the food. It was just getting to see him and him come out, uh, get out of his car and, and talk with him for a few minutes about how, how are you doing? You know, how's, you know, virtual class going? Make sure you're taking care of your grades. You know, how's everything else? You know, just checking in on them just so they saw someone who cared about them. Uh, that's the kind of thing that John Starr did in the community that, you know, not a lot of people notice maybe as much as they do his on-the-field work, but that's going to be missed just as much as what he's done with the football team. He is just such a wonderful human being, like you're saying. Just to get out and, and know that some of these kids are, are starving and get them some food and, and you know, not worry about the whole isolate-by-yourself type thing. I mean, he he's... Not to say that he's a rule breaker, but you know what I'm saying. It was bigger than that. He knew the issues were bigger than, oh, okay, we got to learn home, learn from school, you know, learn at home. He wasn't going to work out that way. He knows these kids and the community and all that stuff. And more power to him for finding something on down the road that motivates him and gets him going. But like I said, this is going to be hard pressed to find a, a replacement for him. Yeah, no doubt. And and on the field, you know, Howard had struggled for years. I think I looked up yesterday, the, the five years before he, he took over, they had not won more than two games in any of those seasons. And then he comes in right away, and they're, you know, they're, they're winning five games right off the bat. They won seven games, eight games. I mean, he had them in the playoffs almost every year that he was there. He, he built something to where, you know, they had a, they have a lot of starters returning, so they should be really good. And, uh, and if whoever takes over for him uh, keeps things going the way that he had it going uh, with the discipline in, in the weight room and and on the field, I, I think they're going to be, you know, right up there and be really hard to handle. And a new division too that they're in with the reclassification. So, um, we'll be interested to follow that for sure. And following you all's work up there all week long at the Spring Fling again, timesfreepress.com, or you can follow them on Twitter at Stephen Hargis with a PH, Stephen Hargis at Gene Henley three, the number three. And Patrick McCoon is, what is he, P. McCoon, at P-M-A-C-C-O-O-N. And they'll have all your, and Robin Rudd with the pictures. That's pretty important to some uh, family members, too. What is hers just at Robin Rudd, probably? Well, I'm sorry, Quake, you blanked out. So what was that last part? Her, uh, the photographer, Robin Rudd, is she going to? Robin, Robin Rudd, he, he, uh, he, yeah, I'm he, sorry. he tweet out some photos, uh, and it's, it's, uh, uh, R-O-B-I-N-R-U-D-D, and I, you have to look it up. I think it's like the number five okay. uh, for his Twitter, and uh, and he'll have photos from whatever he's at as well. Sounds good, man. Go to work, Stephen. We appreciate your work and all you guys, uh, the coverage of Spring Fling 2021. All right, thanks, Quake. Thank you, brother. You got it, man. All right. Stephen Argus, Times Free Press, and, uh, of course, all those Twitter handles that you have.